with rapture glows to greet the holy night that gave the world its Christmas rose, its king of love and light.
Good evening and welcome as we celebrate this rather frigid Christmas Eve. At this time, I invite everyone to please stand. The glory of God has been revealed, and all the world shall see the salvation of God. Let us join in singing, O come all ye faithful.
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. 
O God, you have caused this holy night to shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant that we, who have known the mystery of that light on earth, may also enjoy him perfectly in heaven, where with you and the Holy Spirit he lives and reigns, one God in glory everlasting. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the book of Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exalt when dividing blunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Median. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of Paul to Titus. The grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all. 
training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions, and in the present age to live lives that are self-controlled, upright, and godly, while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all inequity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. invite you to please stand and join in singing angels from the realms of glory. We'll sing the first three verses prior to the reading of the gospel, the fourth one after. of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, 
because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it was told to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. So we have come to gather on this frigid Christmas Eve to once again hear the familiar story about a young family and a newborn baby. We have come to hear how, through Mary, the baby that she brought forth was someone special, whose name, according to Isaiah, is Emmanuel, God with us. And so often we come this night expecting to hear conversations about the good news, the glad tidings, and the joy of the idea that we have a God who actually lives among us, came among us, and suffered that which we suffer here on earth. And that is the micro, macro story that we hear so often. 
And yet that is not the only part of the message. And so oftentimes it becomes important that we begin to look beyond the big picture and perhaps focus in on a micro picture. That perhaps of one of the supporting members of the story. This evening I'd like to take time to focus not on Jesus necessarily, but on Mary and to think about what she has to offer us as those who follow in the footsteps of Christ. I am not convinced that history has been fair to Mary. They have filled our hearts and minds with an understanding of a young woman who somehow has become by tradition the picture of perfect motherhood and perfect womanhood, meek, mild, almost as if she has no agency of her own. And though in the Western church she is revered as the queen of heaven, we have failed to take seriously that role which Mary took and the importance of it for us today. I often find it amazing as we look at nativity stories or nativity sets and paintings of the nativity, it seems that Mary in ancient times did far better than any modern-day princess with a crew of stylists to be able to look so good and so perfect just hours after giving birth to present her child to a group of shepherds coming in from the fields. I think the truth be told, finding and knowing the Mary of Luke gives us a much greater image in which to aspire towards, to follow and to understand. As I look at Mary, and I wonder what history would be like for her, I have come to believe that the Mary as depicted by Imogene Herdman is probably the best version of Mary I have ever seen. Imogene is part of the novel by Barbara Robinson, the best or the greatest Christmas pageant ever. And for those not familiar with the story, the, the plot is fairly simple. It's about a mid-America community putting on its annual Christmas pageant. Everything should be perfect. Everything pre-planned. That is, until, of course, the director broke her leg. And suddenly, another person had to take over as director. And on the first day of auditions, if we could call them that, five siblings show up, the Herdmans, children described as from the other side of the tracks, children described by the narrative as the worst children known to mankind. And it was the oldest sister, Imogene, who co-opted the role of Mary. And so this scrappy, tough, young woman portrays Mary in the local Christmas pageant with her veil askew, 
her face smudged with dirt, holding her baby protectively and defensively against anyone who would dare harm her child. As we read the opening chapters of Luke, I believe the young woman who bore the Christ child was as scrappy as Imogene, tough and ready for change. Mary knew the consequences of saying yes to God. As Matthew tells us, Joseph considered divorcing her and sending her back to her family in disgrace. She possibly faced stoning, for that was the penalty for women who committed adultery, let alone to endure the dangers of childbirth in that time. Mary, in her words to Elizabeth, is a young woman ready for change, who understands that the child that she is about to bring forth will bring great change to this world, that the mighty will be made low and the lowly shall be raised up. A new empire will emerge through the child that she is about to bear. To this, Mary says yes to God. Mary, in her words, says, yes, I will be a handmaid of the Lord. In the Greek and Orthodox Church, Mary is honored not as the Queen of Heaven, but as the God-bearer, the one who brings God forth into the world. She is, in Greek, the Theotokos. Using the words of St. John, she is the one who brings the light of God into this world. And we who are followers of that light on this night are called to be the handmaids of God. While we may not be called to physically or literally bring God into this world, we are symbolically called to be the bearers of the light of God to this world. Through our baptism, we promise to proclaim the word by word and example to all whom we meet and all whom we greet. St. Teresa calls us to be the bearer because Christ has no hands or feet in this world any longer, and so we are to be those hands and feet on behalf of Christ. In the prayer attributed to St. Francis, we pray to bring hope where there is despair, unity, where there is discord. In a world that is so divided, we are called to be the ones 
to bring unity and wholeness. In a world where people go hungry and children sleep in the cold, we are called to feed and house and see to it that all people have lives of dignity. As bearers of the light, we are called to reach out with unconditional love to those whom this society marginalizes and even possibly abhors. We this night, like Mary, are called by God to say yes, to be the hands and feet of Christ in the world, to be the bearers of God's love to all whom we meet and to all with all whom we speak. In a short time, we will celebrate one of our most treasured traditions here at St. Peter's. We will dim the lights and we will pass the light of Christ from one to another as we light each other's candles, representing that light which we are called to bear into the world. I invite each and every one of you this night not to just simply blow out that candle and throw it back into the bin, but to actually take that candle home with you, place it somewhere where you will see it each and every morning, and following the discipline of Ignatian, ask yourself, one question, how can I bear the light into this world today? If each and every one of us chose to be the light in the world each and every day, to offer love where there is nothing but hatred, to offer a light where there is nothing but darkness, to offer divine hope where there is nothing but despair, then the kingdom which Christ came to begin on earth so many years ago will continue its work today through each and every one of us. So as we leave this church, as we journey back from the stable, be as the shepherds and proclaim to all what you have seen, what you have heard, and what you have witnessed. The light of God brought forth to us through Mary, the young woman who said yes. Amen. Please stand and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, <clears throat> maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. Even one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, 
true God from true God, begotten, not made. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. He rose again and <coughs> into heaven at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life everlasting. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Father, on this holy night, your Son, our Savior, was born in human flesh. Renew your church as the body of Christ. Holy God, hear our prayer. On this holy night, there was no room for your Son in the inn. Protect with your love those who have no home, all who live in poverty, and those supported and blessed by the St. Peter's Community Market. Holy God, Hear our prayer. On this holy night, Mary, in the pain of labor, brought your son to birth. Hold in your hand all who are in pain or distress. Holy God. Hear our prayer. On this holy night, your Christ came as a light shining in the darkness. Bring comfort to all who suffer in the sadness of our world, and especially those mourning the loss of loved ones this Christmas. Holy God. Hear our prayer. On this holy night, the angels sang, Peace to God's people on earth. Strengthen those who work for peace and justice. Holy God, hear our prayer. On this holy night, shepherds in the fields heard good tidings of joy. Give us grace to preach the gospel of Christ's redemption. Holy God, hear our prayer. On this holy night, strangers found the holy family and saw the baby lying in a manger. Bless our homes and all whom we love. Holy God, hear our prayer. On this holy night, heaven is come down to earth and earth is raised to heaven. Hold in your hand all who have passed through death in the hope of your coming kingdom. Holy God, hear our prayer. On this holy night, Christians the world over celebrate Christ's birth. Open our hearts that he may be born in us today. Holy God, hear our prayer. On this holy night, we pray for all who have died, especially those in whose memory the flowers and music for tonight have been given. Holy God, hear our prayer. Father, on this holy night, angels and shepherds worshiped at the manger throne. Receive the worship we offer in fellowship with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Saint Joseph, and all the saints. Through him who is your word made flesh, our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.
Peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. I invite everyone to please be seated for a moment. Again, a warm welcome and Merry Christmas to everyone. If you are visiting St. Peter's for the first time or after a long time being away, I invite you to please let us know that you are here by filling out a visitor card. They're found in the pockets right in front of the pews. Uh, if you are interested in hearing from us or keeping aware of keeping informed of what's going on here simply allow us to have your email and we'll add you to our e-blast which goes out every Friday morning it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of people to make these services on Christmas Eve as beautiful and wondrous as they are um, so I'd like to begin by thanking our choir and Tony for all their hard work for the marvelous music we had tonight so thank you to our musicians and I Bev has stepped out for a moment, but uh, Lou, you'll pass on that uh, we want to also say thank you to Bev and Priscilla, Bev Clark, Priscilla Durant, Joyce Noonan, and Nancy Mead for decorating and making the church look as wondrous and beautiful with all the flowers throughout the sanctuary. So a warm thank you to them and to everyone who's helped in participating and ushering and all the other functions we need to allow a service to happen. Also, uh, for those who may not be aware, tomorrow's Sunday. You're covered. This is a vigil service. You're all set. But there is a 10 a.m. service for those who wish to come back and celebrate with us. Also, the other good news is New Year's Day is a holy day of um, obligation in the Catholic Church. It is also a Sunday here in the Episcopal Church, and we will have an 8 a.m. and 10:15 service on New Year's. Um, I'm not going to offer mimosas, so. Oh, come on. <laughs> but I'll have a, but I will have the pot of coffee right over there for those who wish to worship. How's that? So I'll offer strong coffee for those who come on New Year's Day. On that note, walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us in offering and sacrifice to God. Oh, <laughs> 
to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you've made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all, in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For on these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, 
which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country, where, with the blessed Virgin Mary, Joseph, Peter, our patron, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters, through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us in these holy mysteries that we are living members of the body of your Son and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord, to him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory, now and forever. Amen.
May Almighty God, who sent his Son to take our nature upon him, bless you in this holy season, scatter the darkness of sin, and brighten your heart with the light of his holiness. May God, who sent his angels to proclaim the glad news of the Savior's birth, fill you with joy and make you heralds of the gospel. May God, who in the word made flesh, joined heaven to earth and earth to heaven, give you his peace and favor. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen.
Thank you.